morning, America. This is Danger Close USA American Podcast Radio. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman, the man with the voice of angels throwing dynamite from heaven on fire while eating roast beef. I don't know. Good morning. Yes, it's a wonderful, fabulous, fantastic, just just totally awesome Monday. <laughs> fucking awesome. You're gonna love Mondays, don't you? I know you fucking love Mondays. Mondays are the greatest day of the fucking week. It's just the most fantastic, wonderful, extraordinary fucking day of the week. It's so fucking great. It's just so fucking wonderful. Oh, happy Monday. Yeah, happy, happy start to your fucking shitty week. <laughs> it won't, I promise it won't be that shitty. It might be. It could be shitty. It might just be a shitty day. It could be. But sometimes Mondays aren't too bad. Sometimes, every once in a while, I, I think it's a, it's like a kind of a stigma, you know, Mondays. And fucking Mondays just, I mean, if Mondays, if, if days were actually people, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we're people. Monday would be that one dude that's like hated by everybody, the black sheep of the family that nobody likes, nobody has over for dinner, nobody invites to the parties. Poor Monday, right? Fuck Monday. <laughs> hey man, who are you inviting over Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? But I'm not fucking inviting Monday over because Monday sucks, it blows. Poor fucking Monday. I feel bad for Monday. If Monday was a person, I'd be like, dude, I'm so sorry. Here's five bucks. Go buy yourself a 40. And a pack of smokes. I think you'd probably still buy a pack of smokes and a 40. It would be a really cheap pack of smokes and a 40. I don't know. You know. <sighs> if I was fucking Monday, I'd, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably kill Tuesday. Be like, fuck you, Tuesday. Slowly but surely make my rank to Friday and change my name. If only fucking days of the week were people. I'd fire Monday. I'd make Monday no longer existent. I would make sure Monday never got back up in the morning. We'd change the name of it. I don't know what we'd change it to. It would have to be something better than Friday. Let's just call it good day. Yeah, 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 it'd still suck. It's still Monday, no matter what you do. You can change the name of it. Paint it fucking fluorescent orange. Doctor it up. Make it mint, scented. Flavor it. Douse it with perfume. and It would still suck. No matter what you did, it's still fucking Monday. Fuck, I hate Mondays. You know what other day I fucking hate? There's another day I hate, more than Mondays. That's the, like, the day I get paid. You know, I love getting paid. Don't get me wrong, I love a paycheck. Paychecks are great. They're great things. They're wonderful things. They're fucking fantastic. But then you pay all your fucking bills and you're like, damn, that sucks. That's all we got left? Yeah, honey, I know. We paid the rent. We paid the electric bill. We paid this. We paid that. Everything's paid off. We gotta pay the, this and that. And insurance. And 
We're still fucking broke. So I think the day after payday should be like, fuck you day. Because that's what it feels like. Fuck you for working so hard. Fuck you for making that money. Fuck you. Fuck you for having to put gas in your car. Shit. I hate Mondays. But welcome, welcome to the real world, you know. Uh, I didn't have the weekend totally off. I went in really late Sunday. It was just like, yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm not going in at 7.30. I'm going to go in at 8. I'm going to go in at 9. No, no. I'm going to go in at 11 o'clock. That's what time I went in yesterday. 11 o'clock. I was like, yes. Late start. I'm going to go home early. Still seemed like I was there fucking all day fucking long. Uh, I had Saturday off, oddly enough, first day off in I don't know how many days. I really wasn't expecting to have Saturday off. I was prepared to work Saturday. I was ready to work Saturday. I was basically ready to go to work, and I was told, no, stay home, basically, in a few words or less. You're getting the day off one way or another. We had to twist somebody's arm and make them drive 120 miles to go fucking give you a day off, but that's fucking great. I mean, I must be, I must be worthy. It's, I just, I don't even want to get into it. I'm not going to talk about it. I don't want to fucking even explain, but there are some things that just don't make sense. Some things that just don't add up. Some things that just do not at all, in any way, shape, or form, makes sense at my job right now. That's that's another thing. You know, it's kind of like the reason why I uh, took the job is because I thought that I'd be uh, treated like a fucking king. No, I'm just kidding. But they, they made me feel like, you know, I was going to be transported here and taken, you know, just sent all over the fucking country or I don't know. I feel like I got some steam up my ass. Empty promises. Oh, hello, bat. Big fucking hairy brown bat flying around a light. Big, big ass fucking hairy brown bat. It's just all over the place. I gotta get gas. Fuck, hate, so I, I, God, I hate having to put gas on. I wish, fuck, I wish I had a Tesla. I, I'm, 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 I, uh, I have a bank account in a bank, and it's like every time you swipe your card, you get a, a um, uh, you're entered into some fucking drawing for a, a Tesla, and I'm thinking, I want that, but the only problem is that I know that I have to hire an electrician to come out to my house and put one of those fucking things up so I can plug the motherfucker in. It's not like they give you an extension cord and plug it into the wall. You have to have, like, this certain type of thing. And I'm like, I would love a fucking Tesla. I would drive that motherfucker. I would never have to worry about gas again. But I'm thinking, I can't even afford to get the fucking unit that's needed to fucking plug the motherfucker in. The thing would sit in my driveway for fucking like a month until I could afford to pay for the fucking thing. But if I win the Tesla, my ass is going to be ecstatically fucking happy. I'm not going to win, though. I know I'm not going to win. I've never win anything, ever. It's just a matter of fact. All right, I'll be right back, damn it.
4.5 over liter. All ass, no muscle. Mmm. I could have went to sleep last night really early. Then my other job texted me and I had to get to work last night. After getting off work, kind of like put me in a situation and they wanted me to write content and I want to. And they're like, we need a timeline and we need a bullet, bullet we need bullets of how you're going to do it, what you're going to write, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you know what? I mean, I enjoy what I do, but it's just getting to a point where it's like, God, I need some fucking time off. I could use like fucking good two hours of fucking nothing when I get home. But it's money, honey. It's all that matters. Making that money. I still got a tail light out. I still got a tail light out. Green light means go, not sit there and stare at it. Alright. Oh, what a fucking start. I bought a jar of pickled eggs last night. I love pickled eggs. But I bought a jar of these somewhat off-brand pickled eggs that I normally never buy. And I fucking love pickled eggs. I don't know if there's something wrong with them or what, but it is kicking my ass. Literally, my ass feels like it's on fire. Literally, speaking of buttholes being on fire. I've ever told you this joke. It's a good joke. It's racist. It's a racist joke. I'm not racist, but it's still funny. I have to tell it now that I've said I, I know a joke. You can't say, hey, you want to hear a joke and not, then not tell the joke. Because that just that goes against all the perimeters of joke telling. Anyways, here's the joke. Ready? There's three guys escaping from prison. A white guy, a black guy, and a Mexican. Don't, don't hate me. I'm not racist. I just know this joke. Okay, ready? I'm going to start over. There's three guys escaping from prison. A white guy, a black guy, and a Mexican. They make it through the wall. They climb through this tunnel, and they come out. And between them and freedom is a moat filled with crocodiles. The white guy, the bravest of them all, jumps in. Gets about ten feet. Crocodile swims up and eats his ass. Black guy looks around, he's like, you know, I ain't got no choice. I ain't, I'm not going back, man. Jumps in, gets almost halfway across, crocodile comes up and eats his ass. Mexican looks around, he's like, all of a sudden he hears the sirens going in the prison behind him. He's like, Fuck it, man. Jumps in, swims all the way across the moat, 
all the crocodiles ignore him. He gets to the other side, and this one crocodile looks at him, and he and he says to the the crocodile, he goes, "Hey man, how come you didn't eat me, man? Why didn't you not eat me?" Crocodile says, "Last time I ate one of you, my asshole burnt for a week." Yeah, I know. Very racist joke. I said it very poorly. My timing was off. I'm sorry. There was a little mishap there. I should have just told the joke. I shouldn't have tried to do the uh, pretend Hispanic accent thing. I'm not always very good at it. Hey, man, why didn't you not eat me? And the crocodile said, because my asshole, last time I ate one of you, burnt for a week. See, I fucked it up again. See, there were these three guys. Fuck it. You get the joke. If you can re, re, redo it in your own fucking way, have fun. Hey, man, why did you not eat me? Because last time I ate one of you, my asshole burnt for a week, pilgrim. Tie up a pony there, pilgrim. We're going to go down in history as a douchebag. Anyways, I, uh, yeah, so I'm heading to work, you know. If you're familiar with my show, that's what I do. I go to work. And in between leaving my house and going to work, I do this stupid show. It's not very, um, popular, apparently. Used to be popular. I was getting lots of hits. Now nobody wants to listen to me. Seems like they listen to me more when I'm begging. Come on, man, make a donation. Donate to my show. Show sucks. Thanks. I've actually had people leave me those messages. I think, you know, what I'm doing wrong is I'm not including people in my messages. Like, I should be, like, asking you to write in or, or whatever. Take Make you take part in my podcast. Maybe to make it more popular. So, listen, if you have a question, no matter what it is... You, you have a question about life, about replacing your countertop, pregnancy, uh, anything. Fear of flying, fear of vaginas, whatever. Just, just leave me a message. We'll talk. I'll, I'll bring it up. I will not play your message, but I promise, I will, I will talk about it. I will say something like Jim Bob wrote me this message or left me this message or whatever. However the fuck it works. I'm not even sure how it works. I've only had like four or five, maybe six people do it over the course of what? I think I've been doing this for a year. And I think out of the six people I got, your show sucks twice. And that's always uplifting. It helps. It helps you uh, figure out whether or not you want to keep doing the show. And I just, I kept doing it because I, I wanted to despise those people and make them feel horrible for saying my show sucked. So I just keep doing it. I think I have a good radio voice. And I'm, I'm still waiting for that one guy out there. I'll say this on every fucking podcast until I get one. That one guy who's going to listen to my podcast and go, Oh my God, this guy's got a great voice. We need to hire him immediately. Six figures a year income. Now, now, now. Blue team, go. Blue team, go. We need to hire this guy. Listen to his voice. It's fucking awesome. He accentuates words, and he's got that little growly thing. 
something. Uh, I need to be syndicated. That's what I, I really, I can do this for a living. I really could. If you said, uh, Jeff, you're hired, be at this radio station at uh, 9 a.m. every morning, and we will pay you uh, $245,000 a year uh, just to talk. I'd be like, I'm there at 7. Fuck your 9. <laughs> Not only would my bills be paid, but I could pay ahead on my bills. Oh, fuck the electric. Let's just pay it now for the year. Here, electric company, here's shit. Uh, $5,000. No, probably more than that, but whatever. Here, take it. My electric bill's paid for the year. I don't want one more fucking bill unless you run out of my money. Fuck rent. I'm going to go buy a house. I'd like to put uh, $20,000 down on this $200,000 home. I, uh, I don't know. One of these days. One of these days, I'm going to buy a home. One of these days. It has to happen. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's somebody out there is going to hear my voice and hire me as a radio disc jockey. Or at least maybe hire me just to do what I'm doing now, and that's just talk. I have nothing to say. I wake up every morning. I have no agenda. I did in the beginning. I hate Donald Trump. In the beginning, that's why I started the show. To speak out about the, speak out against the fucking douchebag. That was my plan, my initial plan. Originally, that's why the show was called Danger Close USA Resistance Podcast Radio. It's still the resistance, but I've just, I've had enough talking about Trump. I hate him. I can't stand him. He's a fucking moron. It's a waste of my energy, and I really could give two shits less. I really could. I, I don't really care. Don't care. Oh, God. Is that a police officer behind me? I got, I got a police officer behind me, and I have a, a tail light out. This ought to go over well. This might go over really well. This will be great. I always wanted to do a, a cop show on my radio podcast thing. Like, hello, Mr. Officer. Please speak into the microphone. I'd like to record you giving me a ticket. That would be great. Please put away your gun. I am unarmed. Hands up. Face down. Anyways, I, uh, I, um, I really don't, I really don't have anything to talk about. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in. I'm out of here. Bye. Oh, yeah, deer. Holy shit, forgot to talk about this deer I saw the other day. Yesterday, on the way home from work, it was around dusk, it was getting dark. I saw these, like, three, four does run across the road. I slowed down. Then I realized why they ran across the road. Big fucking buck. Big, huge. 14-pointer, I don't even know. He had a giant rack on him. It was bigger than eight. That's all I can say. He had at least 12 to 14 points on him. Beautiful fucking buck. Beautiful. Fucking gorgeous. With an arrow in his ass. Ah, yeah. Well, I slowed way down and he kind of hobbled across the road and I realized that he had a fucking arrow sticking in his ass. At first I thought it was like a tree branch or something or a twig or, you know, God only knows. And I realized it had the little, like, orange and white uh, fucking feathers on it or whatever you want to call them. 
And I was like, oh, shit. So some bozo shot this fucking deer, probably never fucking owned a fucking bow in his life. It's not even fucking deer season. <coughs> Just went out in the woods and decided he was going to hunt a deer. And took a god-awful shot to fucking deer probably running away because it was facing like he shot from ass end in. Douchebag. I'm hoping that the deer's okay. Just minor flesh wound, but he, I doubt it. The arrow was protruding. He probably hit it in the fucking pelvic or something. I don't fucking know. All I know is I felt so fucking bad for that deer. He was fucking gorgeous. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I mean, what could I do? I slowed way down. I rolled down the window. You know, I can't really like, you know, come here, deer. Uh, that doesn't work. So I, I just kind of looked at him and it's just like, poor thing. He had blood stains running down his fucking thing, all dried. I imagine it's probably infected. He'll probably die in a couple days or something. I don't know. Just really pissed me off. It just pisses me off because he, he was gorgeous. Gorgeous fucking deer. Just fucking gorgeous. Some douchebag doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Shot a fucking bow at him. Fucking shot an arrow at this fucking gorgeous fucking buck. And just couldn't fucking pull it off. Couldn't fucking pull it off. I, I've hunted with a bow. It's one of the most uh, enduring ways to hunt. I mean, it really is. I mean, you've got one shot. I don't care who you are. You might get two off if you're lucky, but you get one shot. I've never shot at a deer with a bow unless I had a clean fucking shot. I've never just said, fuck, there's a deer hiding behind those trees and took a shot. Or he's running away. Let's shoot at him. You don't you don't do that with a bow. It's it's precision. It's it's all about precision, timing. And literally, that was me. The last time I went hunting, I got a. I mean, we're talking probably about five years ago, six years ago, when I went hunting with a bow. <coughs> I waited patiently. <coughs> got a deer, came in within range, took my shot. It ran about 10, 15, 20 feet, collapsed, arrow went right through the freaking main artery right above the heart. Done. Collected my, uh, my meat, my deer, took it home, cleaned it, gutted it, the whole nine yards, stocked the freezer, didn't waste much of anything at all. Don't, I don't, uh, I don't waste anything when I kill and hunt and harvest a deer. Not much at all goes to waste. I really can't do a whole lot with its skin and hide, um, but I usually burn whatever of the remains that's left, which isn't a whole lot. I pretty much take every ounce of meat that I can get. I'm not one of those fucking retards that takes the back straps and the whatever you want to call them, honey buns, and leaves the rest. I can't do that. Consciously, as a man, it's just stupid. I harvest the whole entire thing to the best of my ability. And I enjoy it. I love it. But when I hunt, I hunt with a bit of a conscience. I'm not one of those guys that just goes out in the woods and shoots at whatever fucking moves. And 
gleefully happy. Oh, look, I killed a little 80-pound doe. Whoa, good shot. Shot it three times in the fucking ass. I'm not one of those hunters. I would... I don't understand how those hunters do that. I, I don't ever understand it. Like, you go hunting. You're supposed to hunt. The whole word. Hunt. Means to hunt. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I hate the fucking guys that climb up in the fucking tree stand with a pile of corn that they've had out all year. Oh. And then calls calls that hunting. It's not hunting. That's not even the definition of hunting. I don't even know what the hell that's called. I've said it before, I think it's like meat shopping with a gun. If you're going to go hunting, go hunting. Face your animal, a query of your prey, whatever the fuck it is, on its terms. I don't, I mean, I can take any gun out there. I only uh, I will only carry one bullet in the chamber. Well, I mean, that's all you can carry, but I don't carry, like, I wouldn't go out there with an AR with 30 rounds to go hunting. Although I've done that, gone out hunting with an AR, I only put two rounds in the gun. I didn't bring, like, a full clip. I'm like, I'm not hunting terrorists. I'm hunting deer. I get two shots, if I'm lucky. And the first shot has to fucking count. So I don't understand how these hunters go out with their AR fully loaded, cocked, and ready to go. And when a deer comes within range, they're like, bam, 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 bam. Like, how many shots do you fucking need? I only need one. One shot. That's all I ever need. One fucking shot. That's all I've ever used was one shot. I've never shot more than once. I literally never have. There's never a second shot to put it out of its misery. There's never a second shot, follow-up, nothing. It's one shot, one kill, done. Always through the heart. I know exactly where I'm aiming. As long as my gun is sighted in good, I've never missed. I've never had that issue. And I never understood hunters that go out and do that shit. I've never understood it. Never will. Never understood it. It's like this one guy I met just recently. He's got an air crossbow. It's like a. It looks like a fucking gun, but it shoots an arrow. It slides over the top of the thing and shoots it off. Kind of impressive. Like four hundred something feet per second. interesting piece of technology something different but it's a fucking air gun but and as me and this guy talked he only gets one shot I mean he can reload as fast as he wants the deer's gonna be gone by the time he gets that one shot off so I kinda like it I wouldn't own one I'm not I'm not into I'm not into arrow guns or whatever the fuck it is it's like a giant blow dart or something. I don't know. But it's interesting. I and mean, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of cool. You know, and I thought, well, it's, you know, kind of weird. Why don't you just get a fucking gun? I mean, you got a gun and just shoots an arrow. Why don't you just get a regular gun? It does the same thing. It's just a little... But it's still, it's kind of primitive at the same time, kind of futuristic at the same time, kind of odd but effective, never, nevertheless, effective. You know, a sharp stick can be effective. A rock can be effective. An air gun that shoots an arrow, effective. But I guess he practiced with it for a while. Finally, I think he got a deer last year with it, out of his own yard. He said he didn't have to go far. 
And I thought, you know, that's kind of cool. I could admire that. I go hunting normally. Ugh. It's one shot, one kill. I've never actually, in my entire life of hunting, ever shot anything more than once except for a rabid raccoon, which took like 60 fucking rounds. I don't know. I think it did PCP or something before it wandered into my yard and started trying to attack my wife. This was down in Florida. And it went fucking ape shit trying to attack everybody, so I shot it. And then I had to shoot it again. And then again. And then again. And by the time I was done, I think I shot it like 60 fucking times. It, and all I had was an air rifle, but it was one of those high-powered... I can't remember what it was. Crossman or something. And it, it was not effective enough. I even shot this fucking thing in the head. <clears throat> Like, straight into the fucking brain. And it still did not fucking kill it. It still was like, I'm going to eat you. And then uh called the game warden, and they came out and collected it. And then they told me about a week later that it had rabies. And I kind of figured it, because it was trying to attack anybody and everything. It was just, you know, its own shadow was an enemy. It was, like, going crazy, foaming at the mouth. Had some kind of weird shit looking on its fucking face. It was nasty, covered in yuck. Teeth fucking showing. I mean, the whole nine yards. Actually, it all started with my sister-in-law. My sister-in-law was taking out the trash. And she went out by the little thing where we collected our trash. And it came out and tried to attack her. And she ran, called me. And my wife was like, oh, it's a raccoon. I'm going to go see what it is. And she went out there. And, well, she was not too bright. She went out there and, and, yeah, sure enough, it tried to attack her. So I went. I got the fucking air rifle. I'm like, ah, my man, I'll take care of this problem. Went out there, shot the fucking thing. And then I had to shoot again and again and again and again and again and again. And I kept shooting it and shooting it and shooting it and shooting it. Finally walked up to it, put the barrel up to its fucking head, shot it. It still fucking would not die. I put, like, two more in its head. Finally, it kind of fucking gave up. Finally. But until then, until that fucking moment, it was not giving up. It was very weird. I've never seen an animal do that. Raccoons are strange creatures. They just don't seem to want to die. Of course, if it had been like a 12-gauge, I'm sure it would have been dead by one shot. But this was a pellet rifle with a .117 round. High-powered, but still not quite effective enough. Could have done better. Run that red light. Oh, yeah, you ran that red light. Good job. You are the man, red light runner. Well, I can't wait to go to work today. It should be interesting. Yeah, that jar of pickles I ate. Ugh, pickled eggs. I love pickled eggs. I could eat fucking pickled eggs all day, day long. I love them. But this batch of pickled eggs, I don't know what it was, but it was not very good. Not good at all. Kind of gross. Got to get my order in today. Get my truck delivered tomorrow. Do a few things. Write my menu. Work out a few things on my fucking computer. Print out my fucking uh, hours for yesterday. Get them put in the computer try to get some stuff done you know my other uh, my manager in training was like 8 o'clock is when I start my day 
when she was teaching me. And I'm like, you know, 8 o'clock's fine. You know, it works for me. But then she's like, 8.30, you know, it only takes like 10 minutes to do the hour thing. It, it doesn't take long. It's not hard. Doing your employees' hours, that's probably the easiest fucking part of the whole fucking job. I can do it every day. I'm not worried about it. It's the fucking... Uh, the other stuff. It takes time, and I have to cook every day, so I'm kind of... My hands are tied behind my back in some parts of what I do. And it's difficult. I got a good training manager who's pretty proficient about talking to me about stuff. and But I've kind of like... I've had to cook more than anything else. I don't want to be there till 10 o'clock at night doing paperwork. I don't. Of course, I could, but I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be there that fucking long. I don't want to put in 18-hour days, 16-hour days, 12-hour. 12 hours is good. 12 hours, I think, is fair when you're on salary. I think a 12-hour day is perfectly fine. Anything over that, though, is just too much, too much. Anyways, this is Danger Close, USA, American Podcast Radio. This is your awesome, most wonderful host. Hopefully you have a better day than I'm about to. I don't know what I'm going to walk into. God only knows. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be shitty. Probably will be shitty. I don't know. I'm hoping not. I'm hoping I have a good day. I'm hoping you have a good day. God bless America. Enjoy your Monday. introduction heading to f- f- uh, I'm heading to work I'm heading to fucking work work going to my job man We're taking your jobs going to uh, bust my tail another let's see 12 13 hour day not sure happily going to make the moolah. Happily going to uh, earn my income. Happily going to pay my bills. Happily, happily, smappily heading into workily to get it donnelly so I can go homely. Yeah, I know. That's kind of gay. Hey, how are you this morning? Welcome to the podcast show with no real agenda. I have no substance no quality, no anything, no aspirations of awesomeness, nothing, just just me, an occasional notification. Put a little something in there, disturbed, trying to get the juices flowing today, trying to, you know, the other day I was uh, talking to my my district manager, regional manager, whatever, and um, we we were discussing my, uh, the plight 
of my job, and when we were all done talking, I said, you know, sometimes I wish I had a, a background song to my day. And I jokingly said, in the eye of the tiger, and I, I played it for him. It was supposed to be funny. I made him laugh, I hope. But yeah, I played uh, in the eye of the tiger as I was leaving the house. My wife was like, what are you doing? As I'm trying to get the juices flowing. Like, I, I'm going to go box some Russian or something. I'm not, you know. I, I love the Rocky series. You, I mean, I just, I love the Rocky series. I love what they've done. I love the, uh, the new, you know, the Mike, the, the, whatever his name is, Michael Jordan now, the, the new, the Black Rocky. I think it's cool. I think it's great. I, you know, he's his own guy. I think it's, I think it's a really good uh, series of movies. I mean, I would love to own all the Rocky movies. It also, I would like to own all the Predator movies and all the Predator versus Alien movies, all the Alien movies. There's a lot of movies out there. I would love to own all the 007 movies. I think that would be fucking fantastic. I think uh, there are, you know, Star Wars. You know, if you don't own all the Star Wars, you're pretty much lost. I'm sorry. And, you know, the one series that my wife would love to own is Saw. I can't stand that fucking movie. I can't stand Saw. I hate it. It's just so fucking dumb. I can't stand them. And I like scary, gory movies. I really do. I love scary shit, but Saw's just dumb. We're going to lock you into a box. We'll give you a key, but it'll be buried in someone's asshole. If you don't get there in time, your whole throat will be gouged out by a chainsaw attached to a robotic arm. You have five seconds. I mean, I understand the premise, and I, you know, I'm sure it's got a cult following. Some people just love that kind of stupid shit. Me, I'm just kind of like, how the fuck did he get away with it for so fucking long? And he always brought these cops in, and somehow, like in one saw, the cop becomes Jigsaw, or whatever his fucking name is. And I'm like, why would he do that? What? I don't know, dude. And there's always a twist, and there's always some sort of, aha! There's this, like, try to, I got you thing. And it's kind of like, it's redundant. What was up with the fucking pig mask? Why did she choose a pig mask? I don't get it. And why is that supposed to be scary? And there's a lot of really weird shit. Like, just weird. Like, a serial killer made these fucking movies. I, I mean, I don't know. But I've never been into Saw. I, I don't... don't. I really just don't care for it. I don't. It's kind of like Donald Trump. I, I think it's a moronic fucking thing. It's imbecilic. People love it, though. I don't know why. It's just kind of like, dude, once you watch it, you know who's going to die and who's going to survive. And then they, like, I don't know. The original Saw was, was fucking dumb. And every Saw after, dumb. I don't, I don't get it. My wife's like, oh, I love these movies. I'm like, why? Give me one fucking reason why to like these movies. I mean, I can, like, watch Saving Private Ryan 5,000 times in a row. One of my favorite wartime movies. Or American Sniper. Or Lone Survivor. Or fucking any movie that has to do with men shooting each other. I can watch it. Go all the way back to some John Waynes. I don't care. True Grit. Tombstone. I don't care. I love all kinds of fucking war men shooting each other type movies. Can't help it. My wife can't stand them. She hates them. I hate war movies. 
How many times are you going to watch American Sniper? I don't know, until he misses. I'm serious. Let's watch something that has no value whatsoever. Saw. Remember Hostel? Hostel, whatever, that one about the fucking hotel that people got abducted and, you know, they had little fucking, like, blue bunnies tattooed on their arm. What were they? Like a bloodhound or something tattooed on their arm. I don't know. Whatever. Hostel 1, Hostel 2. Hostel 1 was okay. It was okay. But then they tried to make a series out of it. I'm like, that's dumb. It's like, we're, we already know. We know there's a bunch of fruitcakes that have money that pay whatever, according to the movie, to pay an extraordinary amount of money to kill people. Hey, I could have saved them a lot of money. I mean, they could just go do what everybody else does in this fucking country and go on some kind of stupid rampage. Nobody get caught. I don't know. It's like the legal way to kill people in that movie. I don't know how to understand it, but whatever. It was weird. It was, it was definitely fucking weird. And the first hostel I liked, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it's kind of cool. But then they came out the second one. Why? <laughs> you know, like movies like 007, there has to be a sequel. There has to be. Every time. You know he's alive. He lived. He survived. He got the bad guy. He's still working for a company or a country, so obviously there has to be another one. I like the 007s. I like the Star Wars. I like all the alien ones. I have that Prometheus. I love that fucking movie. I also like the alien ones where they're like, you know, Aliens versus Predator. I love those fucking movies. I don't know why. I like them. I love them. I love watching them. My wife, no. Anything I like, she hates. Anything. I'm not really big into Nicolas Cage, but he's got that one movie, Knowing. I love that fucking movie. She hates it. Can't stand it. I like Nicolas Cage, but I, some, I was just waiting for him to act. Uh, I'm waiting for him to act. I mean, I, I love Nicolas Cage, but it's like no matter what movies he's in, he's Nicolas fucking Cage. It's not like he's different in any movie it's always he's it's like Kevin Costner no matter what movie Kevin Costner does he's Kevin fucking Costner same thing with Nicolas Cage no matter what movie he does he's Nicolas Cage it's not like he plays like Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean or Caribbean however you want to say it Johnny Depp is not Johnny Depp he might look like Johnny but he doesn't act like Johnny Depp it's not like it's Johnny Depp the actor being an actor. It's Johnny Depp playing somebody. Black Mass. Good example. Prime example. Look at all the makeup he had to do. I didn't know who he fucking was. Tom Cruise does it too, every once in a while. Every once in a while, but it's like weird roles. What was that one where he played like a producer or something? A music producer? I can't remember. I didn't even know it was him throughout the whole fucking movie. There has to be more of that type of acting if you're, if you're going to be an actor. I like Nicolas Cage. Don't get me wrong, but every time I see a movie he's in, it's... Hi, I'm Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage in a movie. I mean, I hate to be that way. I'm not really that much of a dick, but it's, it's basically what, what I see. And Tom Cruise? Nah, it, it, he's not really that much of a method actor. I'm, I'm sorry, he's not. You know, I, I'm I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, I just, he's not, he's not that much of a method actor. 
every once in a while he'll play a role where it's like, all right, well, it's it's not really Tom Cruise, but it is Tom Cruise. He's, he's trying. I'll give him credit. Live, Die, Repeat, whatever the hell that movie was, he was okay now. I liked that one. That was pretty good. He didn't really play himself. He did. He's always running. Tom Cruise is always running. It's, it's kind of funny. I'm wondering what's going to happen in Top Gun. You know, the Top Gun 2 is... I'm looking forward to seeing it. I want to see Top Gun 2. I think it would be great. You know, it, it's, a, it's probably a really good movie. It probably will be a really good movie. But 20 bucks says it starts out with Tom Cruise running somewhere. Probably jogging. You know, he's going to, like, be jogging, running. And he's going to get a phone call. Tom, we need you to get in the jet. I, I was just... I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm guessing... At some point in Top Gun 2, he's going to fucking run. He's always fucking running. I don't know. He's like the greatest action star for running. If they made a movie about running, it would be Tom Cruise. I think they have made movies about running. But it's not Tom Cruise. But it's the point. And there's very few method actors. There's very few. You know, one of the... I, I can't remember his name now all of a sudden. Uh, fuck. Can't think of his name. Andy, no. God, the guy that played in Office and 40-Year-Old Virgin. I can't think of his name right now. I, oh, God. I'm drawing a blank. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, him. That guy. I love him. And if you ever seen him in that one movie where he plays the uh, really wealthy douchebag Fox Trot or Fox Runner fuck if I can remember. He, like, owns a wrestling team or tries to... I don't know. But he played a really good role. It was very unbecoming of it. I mean, he was a method actor all of a sudden. I'm like, wow, he's not just that 40-year-old virgin guy in the office. He, I love him in his acting. He's, he's actually a profound actor when he's doing something that's not, you know, normal. It's kind of like Robin Williams, great fucking actor. In Robin Williams, in most of his movies, you have to say, there's a couple, I mean, I'm not going to say, but a lot of his movies, he doesn't play Robin Williams. There's that underlining comedic kind of value that he adds to whatever movie he does. It doesn't matter, but like Photoshop or whatever it was, one hour photo. I mean, it, it was astounding. And I mean, just think of every movie he's ever done. Dead Poet Society, all that, everything. Everything he's ever done. There's just that slight little bit of Robin humor, but it's basically like not Robin. The few movies where he cuts up and he does his things, like Good Morning Vietnam, funny. Uh, Missed Out Fire, funny. Uh, even Dead Poet Society, there were some moments where you, it, Robin Williams leaked out. You know, I, and I, I could say that because it's true. And there's some movies that he's done that where there is no under that underlining humor. And if there is, it's very, very, very thinly applied. You, you know, it's very thin. But like that one-hour photo, whatever it was, fuck, he never even was funny at all. I mean, he was just weird. But that was, you know, fuck, some, he's some fucking kind of actor, bro. I really get off on uh, acting when it's really out of the box, crazy acting. I love that shit. 
you know, I love Johnny, Johnny Depp and all his movies, all his Pirates of the Caribbean, all that shit. But, you know, when he plays a role like that, uh, whatever his name is in Black Mass, I mean, he was just really, was not Johnny Depp. Willy Wonka in a Chocolate Factory, whatever the fuck that was, and Alice in Wonderland and all that shit. Weird. But still not Johnny Depp. I was like, Nicolas Cage, I love Nicolas Cage, but no matter what movie he's in, he's Nicolas fucking Cage. I don't care. Like Con Air. I mean, he he played a good part, but he was still Nicolas Cage. Matthew McConaughey. Love him. No matter what movie he does, he's Matthew McConaughey. Every once in a while, there's a little bit less, but there's still a little more. But it's always Matthew McConaughey playing Matthew McConaughey in a role. I, I, I love him in Interstellar. Great movie, but it's it's him. <laughs> it's him playing a guy that's him. That's why, I'm sorry if that makes any sense. I probably don't make any sense. It's okay. I'm not supposed to. Hey, um, if you're listening to this podcast, that means you're, you're awesome. Just wanting you to know that because you're like the only person that listens to my podcast. Most people just turn the channel. There's no channel to turn. You have to actually click on mine to listen to it. But I mean, I, I really like Nicolas Cage. I, I really do. But no matter what movie he does, I don't care if he's, if he's on flames and he's a skeleton riding a motorcycle. It's still fucking Nicolas Cage. Still Nicolas Cage. I want to see him do some, like, really serious method acting. Like, you know, not the ad-libbing, whatever whatever he does. I want him to see him do something serious. Where he's not Nicolas fucking Cage. I think that'd be great. Can we get that? Can that happen? I'm not saying he's a bad actor. It's just, like I said, it's always... It's like Kevin Costner. I don't care if it's Dances with Wolves or The Postman or that one where he plays a weird, creepy guy with a Jehovah Witness child, whatever that was. It's always Kevin Costner playing Kevin Costner. You know, a friend of mine said, dude, you should do like those, those like movie intros. Kevin Costner in a movie about... Kevin Costner year 12,003 the Costners take on the Costners in a movie called Costners starring Kevin Costner as Kevin Costner this Friday in a movie near you watch Nicolas Cage in a movie about Nicolas Cage he takes on an alien life form called Nicholas Cage. You cannot cage the cage. Nicholas Cage. In a movie about Nicholas Cage. Strap in and get ready. Tom Cruise is taking off for a second time in Top Gun 2. Will he run? We will see. If you like Jets, watch Top Gun 2. It'll be a great movie about Tom Cruise playing Tom Cruise, the jet fighter Tom Cruise. 
I'm just saying, I mean, literally, I'm sorry, I'm trying to do movie introductions. I'm, I have the voice, I just don't have the uh, script. You get the idea, though, I mean, you know what I'm saying, right, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I know you do, you're with me, you're with me, you understand. You know what I'm trying to say. Thank you for tuning in to Danger Close USA, American Podcast Radio. There, I did my own little intro. Just when you thought it was safe to go outside. Tom Cruise, Nicolas Cage, and Kevin Costner. With a cameo appearance by Matthew McConaughey. In a movie about poor acting. Called, We Are Ourselves Acting as ourselves in a role about someone else, but it's us playing us in a role about someone else. I don't know. I'm just saying, that's kind of how it is. And I mean, I'm sorry. I don't want to, like, I don't want to insult anybody's movie loving. You love movies, that's great. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Oh, look, a tractor going down a fucking busy highway. Fucking retards. What, what what redneck decided to wake up this morning with a six-pack of beer and jump inside of a fucking forklift and drive on a highway? I'm going to work. Honey, you have three two eyes. I don't care. Give me my beer. I'm out of here. I don't sound nothing like a redneck, did I? Like a gay guy. That was horrible. Oh, I need a cigarette. <laughs> I'm giving some serious thought into buying those, like, nicotine fucking power system things people use. Vaporizers. There you go. A vape. Everybody keeps telling me how great it is. Like, you can quit smoking with it. Slowly reduce your nicotine intake. But I'm like, I don't know if I want to wrap my mouth around something that looks like a walkie-talkie. I mean, like, oh, dude, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. All right, well, I'm going to hit my fucking blender real quick. Hold on. And they're huge, some of these things. They're just... And they got, like, digital touch screens and weird fucking, like, wow. All this, so you can, I mean, you can spend $300 on one of these vaporizer kits. It's fucking insane. So I'm going to quit smoking, but uh, before I do, I'm going to start using this $5,000 fucking vaporizing machine that burns off vegetable oil, whatever the fuck it is. They say it's not vegetable oil, but what is VO? I was looking at the ingredients on the back of some of these vape things, and it's like VO. And I'm like going, what? VO is vegetable oil, right? I mean, I've been a chef for years. I always, when someone says, give me the VO, that was like telling you to get the vegetable oil. I don't know. Jeff Kaufman, in a movie about Jeff Kaufman, going to work, starring... Jeff Kaufman. I, I really, I, this is kind of like my day right there. I, uh, I swear to God, I wish I had a camera attached to my forehead for 90% of my shit that I go through. Today might be one of those days. Tomorrow, I'm sure it's going to be one of those days. Tomorrow, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive. Tomorrow is going to be one of those fucking days. I feel it in my bones. Don't give a damn. I'm going to do my best I can. The job, the best job I can. I'm not going to work fucking, you know, 18 fucking hours a day, no, but I'm going to try to do a good job. I might fail miserably, but at least I can say I tried. I'm expecting, like, a lot of bullshit the next two days. I really am. Between today and tomorrow, 
I, I think I'm going to be undated with bullshit and I'm going to be stressed out. But as long as the lights stay on, really, as long as I can pay my bills. Yes, I know I have a tail light out. Please don't blink your lights at me. I hate this part of the road here. This just straight stretch of highway. But there's like all these little shops and shithole little fucking places. And you should see the line of traffic ahead of me. I mean, it's literally a mile long. And people go like 30 miles an hour down this road, which is fine. Because it's, it's kind of a stupid, dangerous road. But there's like one point where you're kind of like... Do we really necessarily have to go this slow? Nobody's turning. It's just a line of fucking traffic. And everybody's trying to get to work. And I understand that. But it's kind of like, dude, I just don't really care. At this point, I just don't care. I am, I'm drawn out. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed out. I've got a lot on my plate. A lot of things I need to accomplish today. I need to get payroll done. I need to do this and that and a bunch of other stuff. And I have a truck that's due that I'm hoping it will get here on time. Hopefully on time, not early, not beforehand, not afterhand. On time. On time to me for a fucking food delivery is 10 o'clock in the morning. That's on time. That's hitting the nail right on the head. But will it happen? Fuck no. I got 22 items coming. I don't even know if it's enough. I went through the entire fucking inventory of what I had and made a decision of what I was going to make and what I was going to produce and I don't know if I got enough I have to cook like every shift at the end of the day second shift I'm cooking today I don't have to I have someone coming in but I have so much shit that I want to accomplish that I hope it frees me up I'm not sitting in my office doing paperwork I've got a fucking freezer I want to fucking, I want to organize. I got a fucking walk-in cooler that I need to gut. And I've never, I've never seemed to have time for it. It's like, I'm going to get to work. I have to go to this fucking meeting first thing in the morning. The stand-up, whatever they fucking call it. And after that, it's not so much. And I'm sure I'll get pulled over because I got a tail light out. It's It's coming. So be one more fucking thing to add to the list. One more. One more fucking thing. And I live in a fucking area where I'm just, I'm surrounded by fucking ignorance, man. I really am. I really, I'm sick of it sometimes. I get really sick of it. Anyways, this is Danger Close USA, American Podcast Radio. Enjoy my, my show, I hope. Um, I'll be right back. This is one of the most fucked up gas stations I've ever been in my life. I hate dumb people that run registers. I'm 
I'm sorry, but some people are fucking stupid. I literally walked in there and I said, I need gas on pump eight. And she's like, the black truck? And I said, no, the white minivan. Oh, that's not pump eight. And I'm like, pretty sure I'm at pump eight. Oh, no, that's not pump eight. That's pump nine. And I'm looking and I'm like, I just looked when I pulled up and it said pump eight. So I said, um, I'm pretty sure I'm at pump eight. She goes, well, I've been working here. I'm the one that works here. I know what pump you're at. And I said, Hannah, I, I think you might be mistaken. That's the white minivan. There's only one white, white minivan out there. That's the pump I'm at. She said, no, that's that's pump nine. And I said, if you want to put my money on the wrong pump, I said, that's up to you. She goes, I work here. I know what pump I'm at. She wasn't trying to argue. She was trying to be nice at the same time. And then finally, the guy that was behind the counter when I looked over and said, uh, he's at pump eight. And she goes, no, that's pump nine. And he said, no, that, that, that pretty sure that's pump eight. No, that's pump nine. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I didn't say that, but I was like, Jesus, Lord Almighty. So then I said, well, whatever pump you think I'm at, I said, put $5 on it. I said, but if I have to come back in here. And I started laughing, and she said, ah, uh, yeah, it's pump eight. And I said, thank you. Thank you very much. This is $5 in gas. That's all I wanted. Thank you. Just so I know I can get you know back and forth to home for another day or two. I was just like, you know, I don't need to argue with you. I'm not, like, trying to look for an argument. I'm not trying to get on your bad side. Or You were just mistaken. She was looking at the, the right pump. She just had the wrong number. She's like, no, it's pump nine. I'm like, no, pump eight. Anyways, this is Danger Close, American Podcast Radio. It's your host, Jeff Kaufman. Have a great day, America. I'm off to work. I'm pulling in. Have a good day. Hoo-ah. Compilation. Yeah, compilation. Comp, comp, polit, comp. When you mix shit together. Compilation. 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 Comp. Fucking I'm retarded. Compilation. Compilation. A mix. Mosaic fucking audio. 
compilation. I think I need more coffee. Something. I need something, obviously. I'm not I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Maybe you're with it. I'm not. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I just know I gotta drive somewhere to get somewhere to clock in, to be belittled and ridiculed, pissed on and shit on. And to get paid for it. That's the best part. That getting paid part. I really like that part. Makes all that shit seem worth it. Kinda. I hope you're having a great, awesome hump day. Today's a beautiful hump day. It is a hump day. Today is a hump day. I got humped this morning. My wife, she humped me. It was great. Haven't had sex in, I don't know, lost track. It's been a while, but hey, it, it was okay because I needed it. Makes you feel human, you know, like maybe you are okay after all still have sex, that's kind of, tells you you're okay. I watched a video yesterday, I thought it was kind of interesting, it was a running video. A bunch of old fogies lined up, and they started running, and come to find out, the guy that was like 92 years old, 92, was running. Not, not really that well. I'm, he wasn't really taking many strides as a runner, but he was moving. And uh, he managed to make it across the finish line. I thought that was a pretty cool deal. He was either 92 or 98. He was like almost, I think he was over 100 years old. I don't even know. He was just way too old to be doing it. But he did it. And everybody was really happy for him. And I was happy for him. And I, that was great. Surprised he's, you know, still capable of doing that at his age. I think he was 102. I don't know. He was up there. I'll never reach that age. I don't think I'll ever reach 100. I don't know. I'm not that healthy. I don't care about what I eat. Bacon, pickled eggs, horrible stuff, horrible. And I'm uh, heading to work, you know, like I do. And um, it was a very odd day yesterday. I had a very odd day. I had the health department come. Now, most, uh, most kitchen managers, executive chefs, and the such hate the health department. Hate them. I fucking love them. I mean, you really can't run a kitchen without the health department. And if they're pointing out all the shit that's wrong, well, it helps. Unless you're really a shitty fucking kitchen manager, you don't give a damn, then you're, you hate them. You will hate the health department. You'll hate everything about them. You'll hate, the, you'll hate them. You'll be like, oh God, it's the health department. And then your whole kitchen runs around scurrying like roaches. You know, when you flip the lights on, that happens, and it's and I'd say that's probably the majority when it comes to people running a kitchen. It's like the health department's like some sort of evil fucking Nazi something Gestapo coming in to investigate, and they're not. They really they really are not bad people. They're trying to protect the community and the public, same thing, but they're doing their job. And a lot of people just hate the health department. I don't hate them. I think that they're a necessary attribute of the business. And you really need to embrace that. Because if you're worried about the health department, then you're not doing your fucking job. I'm just being honest. If you worry about the health department coming in to look into your kitchen, then you're not doing your fucking job. You should welcome them. You should be prepared for them anyways. Even if, oh, I know they won't come in three months. So let's fuck off for three months, and then, you know, the week before they show up, let's 
scurry around like roaches and try to clean up our shit. That's the wrong way to do it. I'm just letting you know. Anybody out there in the restaurant, food business, FB&H, food, beverage, and hospitality, get it through your head. Embrace the health department. If you're running a shitty kitchen, you're going to be afraid of them. If you're not running a shitty kitchen and trying to do what's best, they are going to be your ally, not your enemy. But like I said, if you just don't give a damn, you're like, fuck it. Throw those eggs that are still fucking at, just came off the line temperature in the refrigerator. Don't care if I cool them down or not. And that's what I got nailed on. I got a, uh, I got a somebody who thinks that that's the proper way to do things. And it's not. And it's a shame. And I was uh, pissed off. But uh, there's only so much I can do at the moment. It's a very uh, unhealthy situation I'm in. It's very unhealthy on me. I absorbed a tremendous amount of stress on a day-to-day basis. I don't really think I should be absorbing. But it is what it is for right now, and I'm just going to have to roll with the punches. I'm pretty good at that part. Rolling with the punches shit. Dealing with it. Handling it. I may not like it. I may not enjoy it. But I have to do it right now. Hopefully it won't be for much longer. Hopefully things are going to change today. We shall see. It's either going to bite me in the ass, or it's going to make me ecstatically happy and a whole lot of other people ecstatically happy. But I have a funny feeling it's going to bite me in the ass. I have a funny feeling I'm going to get my ass bitten. Um, I don't really talk too much about what I do for a living, and I try not to, and I don't really have any right to really discuss uh, other people. But uh, a certain somebody's boss is coming in today, and um, I'm hoping it's for a better reason other than just to come in and, and demonstrate assholes-nish. I need uh, an ally, and I'm hoping that this guy is uh, smart enough and intuitive enough and intelligent enough and professional enough to look at what's going on and go, there's more of a problem other than the kitchen. But we'll see. I'll give you an update. Right now I need to get some gas. I know, I do that a lot. I'm sorry, every day. Every time I do one of these recordings, I'm like, i got to stop and get gas. Sorry. I have to, I'll be right back. I, I, I promise I'll be right back. on the chode <laughs> there's been a de- debate at my house as to what is a chode oh, and actually it was a debate at my last job it has nothing to do with my house there was a, deba- a debate at my last job as to what a chode is now according to my wife a chode is a part of the male, uh, male anatomy that goes from the ball sack to the anus that's what she calls a chode According to another person, a chode is actually a penis. I'm really, I'm, I'm kind of stuck in the middle here. That's kind of gross, but 
I don't know what a chode is. I always thought a chode was kind of like the thing between your anus and your ball sack. But apparently a chode, according to somebody else, is a penis. I would hate to call my penis a chode. That's kind of implies a small thing, I would think. Chode. Chode. Toad. Something small. Hops around. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think a chode is? I think a chode... I think a chode is a uh, part of the male anatomy that goes from the penis to the ball sack. I'm not sure, though, because according to other people, that's totally incorrect. A chode is not that part. It's a penis. It's a slang term for a penis. I don't know. I mean, it makes more sense, in some ways, for a chode to be a penis. I mean, I'm not going to lie, it kind of makes a little more sense. It's a little more credible. But my wife insists. Of course, she's from Michigan. Who knows what a chode means in Michigan? I mean, I'm just going to be honest. A chode could be a number of things in Michigan. But that's like Wisconsin. You know, I don't know anybody from Wisconsin. I've never met anybody from Wisconsin. I wonder what they call a chode. If I said chode, they'd be like, oh, that's a small piece of corn. Cheese. Corn cheese. Cheese corn. Uh, trying to be funny. Wisconsin, you know, cheese, cattle. I don't drink a whole lot of coffee. Oh, I'm kidding. I drink a shit ton of coffee. But when I'm on the road and I want some coffee, I go with Starbucks in the can. In the can. In the can. I drink Starbucks in the can. And here lately, I've been highly addicted to their Starbucks triple shot energy extra strength, 225 milligrams of caffeine coffee drink. As you can tell, I totally need caffeine right now. Yeah! Woo! No, but I'm serious. It's actually pretty good for being jam-packed with caffeine. I like caffeine. I'm a fan of caffeine. I think caffeine should be a nutrient available to all people from the moment you're born. Um, but no, uh, Starbucks is not paying me to do this impro, but uh, I'm just going to have say it's not that bad uh, for being fooled with probably nothing that my body really needs. Mm. But it's fucking good. I like it. It's fucking great. It's got a lot of caffeine. It makes my hair tingle. On occasion, I might have a, a rapid heartbeat, but it's okay. I, I enjoy it. It's uh, it's tasty. I need to get to work. I have 20 minutes to get there. I'm supposed to meet douchebag and super douchebag today. I'm looking forward to meeting super douchebag and douchebag. I'm, I'm hoping that everything works out well. It could be a horrible day. I could be facing douchebags uh, are us. Oh, God guy driving. Uh, it's so much fog right now, I would not want to try to be behind this guy, so I'm just going to hold off. Just pass him. The other day, I saw a black bear on the road heading home. I thought it was someone's, like, oversized dog. Don't see that many black bears. He was a big old fucker. I'm guessing it was a he. I don't know, but it was a big old fucking black bear. Saw it, slowed way down. And it crossed the road, stood there for a second, literally. It stood up like I was a threat. I'm in my van. I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. 
you're okay, Mr. Bear. Just go ahead, cross the road. I promise I won't run you over. Ah, no, but I didn't do that. And um, it stood up just for a second. Didn't stand fully erect, you know. It kind of went up a little bit on it and stood there for a second and dropped down and then trotted off into the woods. And I thought, well, go eat a three-year-old. I, bears are dangerous, dude. They can be extremely dangerous, but they're really, they're really not at the same time. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, a bear will run from you. But if it's fucking hungry, it's not going to run for you. And I'm not talking about grizzly bears. Those are fucking dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. When you see a grizzly bear, he sees you. You're thinking, oh, shit. And he's thinking, look, something to eat. Great. I'm being honest. I mean, that's grizzly bears are like a prime carnivore. They're not in the mood to play around. They're there to eat, baby. If they can't find something with meat on it, they eat grass. I mean, they're like fucking giant cattle sometimes in Alaska. I've seen photographs and videos of them, like, just, like, a fucking herd of cattle mowing down on grass. But, um, yeah, they get hungry, you're fucking, you're just a meal. You're, you've, you know, it's kind of like those guys that jump into the Australian oceans to go fucking surfboarding. Hey, more power to you, but I'm just letting you know, you've basically just joined the food chain. You are now basically just a food item. You might as well just be a baby seal. I mean, I know as humans we tend to think that we're some sort of extra special animal. But once you kind of cross that line and enter the food chain, you're really just meat. Just just pointing it out. Oh, yeah, oh, it's a great white. I can handle that. Yeah, okay, good luck. Because normally, um, you know, great whites win that one. Just letting you know. It's kind of like the guy that went swimming with crocodiles. I watched this fucking shaman, shaman, whatever you want to call him, in India. I think it was India. I admit Bangladesh. I don't know where the hell it was. But some dude got eaten by a crocodile. And he's like, oh, I can speak to crocodiles. I'm going to jump in this fucking river, and I'm going to have a conversation with these crocodiles. Apparently he said something wrong, they took it the wrong way, I don't know, but he got his ass eaten. I'm just saying, you cannot talk to animals. The dog whisperer shit is bullshit. You, yeah, sit, dog sits, great. You die, that dog's going to eat you. I'm just letting you know, that dog does not care about you. You die, you lay in there, and you're a dead body, nobody's around, just you and the dog. And, uh, you know, maybe there was a giant bowl of dog food, eventually the dog's going to go, hey... You know, I know you used to feed me and shit, but I'm hungry. I'm going to eat your ass. Dogs don't have a conscience like humans. They don't go, well, I don't know if I should eat him or not. I like, you know, like those guys that, you know, got trapped in the Andes and ended up eating the buttocks off somebody. Hey, that's survival. In the end of the day, it really kind of, you know, computes. But what I'm trying to say is that if you think that you're special and you can just, like, jump in the fucking ocean with some fucking carnivore fish or reptile or whatever and you're going to come out okay I'm just letting you know no it's like about two guys I read about somewhere in Australia decided to swim across a river as a dare in the middle of the night only one of them made it I don't know why something to do with a giant saltwater crocodile but I mean people are stupid I mean they really are they take stupid... It's like cliff jumpers. I, I, people that climb up at the top of buildings so they can snap a selfie of themselves. I, I don't understand why you're risking your life. Maybe you really just don't give a shit whether you're breathing one minute and dead the next. I don't know. 
but I'm just letting you know, a public service announcement, if you jump in a fucking river or the ocean with animals that will eat you, you're just as fucking dumb as you're really, you're just dumb. I don't, I don't have anything else to say to you other than that you're just dumb. You're not going to be able to survive a crocodile attack. I mean, unless you can poke it in the eyeball and withstand the, the constant spinning and lose your... I mean, you're going to scream your fucking ass off. You're dying. Good luck. And, I mean, a shark that can literally bite you in half. I mean, just sever your fucking leg off in one bite and come back for more. You're pretty much done. I watched a video the other day of some guy kayaking. And a great white was attacking his fucking vessel. And, you know, if a great white wants to flip you to fuck over, I think you're pretty much, pretty much fucked, okay? But the guy kept trying to shove his fucking oar, paddle, whatever, in its face. and <coughs> It kind of, like, scared it. Whatever. But again, at the end of the day, you're meat. You're jumping in these fucking rivers and lakes and shit with fucking animals that'll eat you. I'm not talking about, like... You know, snakes and stuff that might bite you or something. I'm talking about shit that's going to eat you. I mean, literally, eat you. You know, like, turn you into fucking food. And these people that continuously, like, just roll the dice. Hey, I love. I would love to learn to surf. But if I'm going to surf, I'm going to surf somewhere where I'm not going to get eaten. I don't want to die. Not that way. I just, I don't want to feel, I don't want to be that guy that's, like, you know, fighting for his life and ends up fucking, you know, digested by a fucking fish. I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy that gets torn apart by a fucking crocodile and comes out its ass end later on. And I don't even know how big of a crocodile it had to be, but it had to be big enough to be able to eat a human. And I'm watching that shaman, and he's like, Oh, crocodile, fuck! He said, I can talk. He goes, I can talk to the crocodile and get him to return the body. I, I know the crocodile language. I can talk to them. It'll be okay. So he gets in the fucking river, and he's just floating there. You know, and he's like bobbing. He's like, and he's going under the water, and he comes back up, and he's praying. And then, like, shortly thereafter, all of a sudden, here comes fucking Mr. Crocodile. You don't even see the thing. Oh, you just see the guy go fucking ripping under the water. Whoosh! Gone. And you see his body flipping around like 30 times. You know, he lost his breath. He's dead. He's gone, okay? And then the next thing you know, you see a crocodile swimming away with his body. You know, I uh, I don't really feel sorry for the guy. I'm, I'm sorry. If you think you can talk to crocodiles, you need a padded room. I can't talk to fucking crocodiles. I can't talk to shit. I can't talk to a goldfish. I barely talk to my dogs. Never mind my children. Fuck. I mean, I'm just serious. I mean, let's be real. You can't whisper to a fucking crocodile. I mean, I'm... Just... Hello, Mr. Crocodile. I would really appreciate if you quit eating people. That would be great. Thank you. I just don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be digested. I want to die like a normal death. Heart attack, car accident, whatever. I don't want to be digested. I don't want to be eaten by a pride of lions... I don't want a cheetah chowing down on my fucking organs. I just want to die a normal death. I don't want to be like you guys out there that risk your life with carnivores. I don't want to be a lion trainer. I don't want to fucking play with tigers. I mean, it's not because of my balls are small or something and I'm scared of these fucking things. I just don't want to be digested. 
when I die, I just want to fucking die. I don't want to be like, oh, let's cut open the animal and get Jeff out. Or let's wait until it defecates him. Piece by piece. I hope they can squeeze his head out of his anus. I'm sure my head got eaten. An African crocodile, a Nile crocodile, one bite, you're gone. Goodbye. See you later. I've seen what it does to an antelope. I don't I don't want to be an antelope. I don't want to be the douchebag that's swimming with a fucking great white either. I'm gonna go kayaking, I'm gonna do it in a freshwater lake somewhere around here, up north, where there's no alligators. I mean, I'm not scared of shit. I'm just I'm not stupid enough. Like this one guy was watching a video, he was kayaking somewhere in Florida. Some like giant fucking alligator just came up and decided, you're gonna be fucking lunch. And he tried to fend it off and it kept coming after him. He's like, oh, leave me alone. Oh, oh God. And I'm like, you're in a fucking kayak. You're three inches from the fucking water. What did you think was gonna fucking happen? You gonna pet the alligators now? What are we gonna fucking go swim with the alligators and pet them? You're in a kayak. You're three inches off the fucking water surface. You can literally just, like, put your elbow down and hit water. And then he's, like, in the fucking video at the end, he's like, I don't know why it attacked me. I don't understand. I'm scared. I'm like, dude, you were in a fucking alligator-infested fucking river, lake, whatever it was. And the alligator was, like, twice the size of your fucking plastic kayak, looked at you, said, look, there's only three inches between me and a meal. I think I'm going to try to eat him. I don't understand why. Why the crocodile did that? Or alligator, I'm sorry. There's an American alligator in Florida. He's like, I don't understand. I felt like reaching through the fucking TV and jacking his ass with a fucking right-hand slap across the face. Hey, this is why you almost got eaten, because you're an idiot. I mean, more power to people. I understand. You want to go surfing. That's wonderful. There's other places to surf, right? I mean, why do you want to fucking surf in Australia? Great saltwater crocodile. Fucking land of hell. And you want to go there. And never mind the great whites. Just I don't want to get you. I don't understand. And you wear a fucking black suit. You look like a fucking giant baby seal. Why are you swimming with the fucking goddamn great whites? Why are you fucking swimming in a lake full of fucking crocodiles? Why? Because you're dumb. This is evolution. The dumb people don't make it. Okay. Just being honest. Just being honest. Sorry, I'm honest. Shut up. I'm gonna shut up. likes me. Nobody else would. Actually, I was at the gas station pumping gas and they had this big display of like keychain things. My wife loves the color pink. She's just, oh, pink. Pink. Everything pink. When we officially get married, because we got married at the magistrate's office, when we officially have a marriage, she wants it a Pepto-Bismol pink marriage. And I said, that's fine. We will do that. Because everything's fucking pink. If I see something pink and I don't buy it, it's like somehow God knows I fucked up and tells her. And she's like, did you see something pink today and didn't buy it? I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. So I was standing there and I saw a keychain thing and it had her name on it and it's in fucking pink, pink. And I thought to myself, if I don't buy that and bring it home to her, I'm going to go, I'm going to be crucified on the cross of you're dumb. See, that's kind of like swimming with fucking great whites. My wife's like a great white. Okay. That happens to love the color pink. 
Well, actually, if you want to calm down this particular great white species, you need to show her a flash of pink. So, if I'm going to make my wife happy, the great white of my house, I'm not going to go swimming around in a black fucking diving suit. I would swim around in a pink, bright pink, look, I might be a homosexual diving suit. So, here I am. I'm at the fucking store. I see a pink keychain holder thing with her name on it. And I said, if I don't buy that, I'm dead. She will never know I was even here. She would never know I even saw it. She would have no idea. But the guilt would eat me alive like a fucking great white. Okay? Now you understand my plight. Hey, this is Danger Close USA, American Podcast Radio. This is the host of, of it all, Jeff Kaufman. I bid you a wonderful hump day. I hope you get I hope you get humped on hump day. I hope you get humped. Not eaten by a great white or a crocodile. Digested. Shit out. That would suck. But I hope you uh, have a great day. God bless America. Thank you for tuning in. Hooah.